It's time for the one and only, the premiere, the only official podcast of Pro Rodeo. Your suit bosses are ready, so let's give it a go and talk some rodeo. Welcome into another special episode of the Shoot Bosses here at the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo at Tanner Barth and Tracy Rink. Like we have been, we took a couple episodes off because Tracy, yesterday, Wednesday at the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo was crazy, you know, unprecedented. Yeah. We had a Wednesday morning performance, we had a Wednesday night performance, so we didn't really have time to sit down and chat with you guys here, but we're back, and uh, Tracy, we got a lot to recap. It was quite an eventful day here at the Thomas & Mack Center. A historic day for obviously the wrong reasons because of the tragedy that struck the UNLV campus earlier in the week that caused the Unifar to start later, but yeah, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, we're used to going to rodeos, you know, that they have morning performances and then they go night, but but at the NFR, it's totally different. And uh, one of those, you know, performances we got to talk about, we got to start off right off the top. How about Kai Hamilton? Yeah. Obviously, you know, we didn't get really touch on it because we went right into Wednesday's performance, but got knocked out in a scary wreck on Tuesday night in round five. We thought, you know, after speaking with some people around here in the Justin Sports Medicine team that he was going to miss round mm -hmm. six. He bounces all the way back, comes back in the morning performance in round yeah. six finishes third there, then comes out and wins $99,000 last night. Yep. The only man to ride a bull and you know what a story that is for Kai Hamilton. I mean, those are like 30 for 30 documentaries. I mean, it, the fact is, I mean, he's knocked out. I mean, you just didn't think there's no way he was going to ride, especially in the morning. I mean, maybe at the night, possibly, maybe somehow he got cleared, but the morning thing was crazy. He places and then, I mean, he, he just stuck his bull. I mean, last night, it was crazy and he's on a roll and I mean, it just tells you the muscle memory the grit, just what those guys can go through. I mean, the toughness of bull riders, I, I told people there's a lot of crazy things I might try. <laughs> Getting on a bull isn't one of them because they're so unpredictable. I mean, Absolutely. you see it one night, Kai Hamilton's one of the best in the world and gets knocked out. Next night, he's on top of the world again. But it's hard to do, and kudos to him. I mean, what bravery, what courage. I mean, these guys don't have guaranteed contracts. They have no reason to go out there. I mean, they're not, they're not relying on income necessarily to have to go. You know, there's just things out there that make it so much better for rodeo guys to do something like this to prove the toughness that they have. Yeah, you mentioned that just a little bit, Tracy, because Kai Hamilton also, you know, he wants the money. He's now over half a million dollars on the season. Might end up threatening Stetson Wright's earnings record for, for a total season if he keeps it up what he's doing. But also, he wants that world championship yeah. more than anything. I chatted with him last night. Obviously, he was, you know, he was tired, probably hurting a little bit still. But he had, was gracious enough to sit down with us and chat. And you know, he just mentioned that this is something he's dreamed of since he was a kid. And you know, there was no way he was going to miss an opportunity to win a gold buckle. And that's just, uh, you know, it's different for these guys. You know, kids grow up dreaming being here in the Thomas and Mac, riding bulls for mm -hmm. 89, 90 points, and you know, walking away with a gold buckle. And it's getting closer to a reality for Kai Hamilton. Right, and it wouldn't have been a reality likely if he misses rounds. I yeah, mean, if he because misses multiple rounds, it would have been tough. Yeah, it would have been really tough. And not only does he not miss the rounds, he wins hundred, almost one hundred and fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. So I mean, he's put himself in great position. He's from Australia. There's not a lot of great bull riders from Australia. I mean, it's not like it's a. Well, we got two Australians at the NFR: Damian Brennan and Kai Hamilton. Right, and bull riders, it's even rarer, like mm -hmm. especially in the PRCA. So I mean, I can understand the draw. And his best friend Stetson. I mean, mm -hmm. he watches Stetson, and uh, honestly in some ways I mean no one wanted to see Stetson get hurt but maybe now people realize how good Kai Hamilton is I mean it's kind of like when you're behind Trevor Brazil there was so many good ropers and all-around guys behind Trevor maybe but Trevor was always Trevor yeah. so now maybe Kai's going to get his moment and he proves how good he is yeah we'll wait and see so let's start back at the top of our events 
obviously in the bareback riding, world's number one man is still Keenan Hayes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of guys starting to creep a little bit closer to him, and one of those gentlemen is Clayton Biglow. He's been on a roll through those middle rounds, you know, that five, six, seven round. He uh, he made up some ground. He's back within that $100,000 mark. But him and Keenan are both right there still on the average, so he's going to have to make up even more ground or, you know, on the vice versa, Keenan Hayes, just take care of business. Come out, yeah. ride your horses. If you ride your horses, don't get bucked off. I think you'll win the world if you're Keenan Hayes. Yeah, if you, exactly. If you just do what you're supposed to do, nothing crazy. And you just need to get checks. I mean, if, yeah. you get, if he can finish in the top three in rounds, I think he'll be safe because he can stay in the average. Uh, Clayton hadn't won a round since 2020 in Arlington. He won six, yeah. or he won five, excuse five, me, yeah. in 19 when he won his world championship in the average. And then he didn't win again. And he won one round in 20. And then he hadn't won since, and he's been every year since. So, I mean, he's one of those guys that's obviously streaky, and he's proved it. I, I think Keenan, I thought maybe the marathon would catch up to him, and you and I talked about this. I think he's doing everything he needs to Seems do. Like it, yeah. He just, if he could win a round, I think that would be the push he needs. Yeah, he's kind of in those low to, I guess I wouldn't say low. Yeah, maybe low to, to high 80, somewhere between right. 82 and 86. And he's keeping himself right in there in the average. He's won a handful of... Money he hasn't won any rounds, but he's won a handful of money in rounds and doing exactly what you need to do if you have a $100,000 lead, you know? Right. Take advantage of the matchups you have and go from there. You know? Right, because if you try to do too much, with yeah. maybe a horse that isn't going to give you enough, then you get bucked off, then exactly. you're out of the average. I mean, ultimately, if you fall out of the average, you got problems because guys can make up $100,000. Can't wait to see what happens in the next three rounds. In the steer wrestling, Dalton Massey still holding on to that number one spot in the world standings. And he's also a guy that's just coming and been productive as productive can be Tracy we mm -hmm. didn't you know we never know what to expect when these guys are coming into their first Wrangler National Finals radio how are they going to perform was the environment going to get to them and some of these two these two first timers Keenan and Dalton Massey it's just kind of been business as usual they yeah. come out make business like runs Dalton claimed the round one win which helps you, know, mm -hmm. you get $30, right dollars right off the bat right and I, it was somewhat surprising for Dalton. I mean, he's an older guy, but the NFR does strange things to people. I mean, and we Eddie see, had never been here. The horse, he's yeah, riding the as well. horse Tanner of the Milan's, year he's riding, yeah. Tanner Milan's horse. So, and I had predicted Dalton as being one of the Top Gun contenders. Kind of went out on a limb just because I thought that horse is so good. Mm -hmm. And you gamble a little bit and think, well, because you just don't know what the horse is going to do. But obviously, it's meant a lot to him. And it, it, just stay consistent. Can you stay consistent? I mean, the thing, I mean, but you and I saw it last year with steer wrestling. Mm -hmm. I mean, the last guy we thought was going to win the world last year on <laughs> night 10 was Tyler Wagesback, and he's still in the conversation. He was third or fourth in the, in the uh, <laughs> world standings, you know, and had a very slim outside chance, one of those ESPN graphs that goes like this. <laughs> yeah. then, boom, percentage percentage of winning is like 2%. And he's still in the conversation. He is, he is. And, and that's what I'm saying. Guys like that that lurk around, and all of a sudden, guy misses. He's out of the average. Mentality, yeah. yeah, so uh, it'll be interesting. I'm just glad to see these younger guys and some of the newer guys here doing great because it's an opportunity. Some guys never come back, and it's yeah. unfortunate to say that, but and some happens. guys come multiple times. So it's been a crazy NFR for different reasons. Yeah, and these next two events we're going to talk about are events that, who knows, it's anybody's world championship race at this point. First of all, Tracy, we'll start with the team roping. How about Clint Summers and Jake Long? You know, two guys that came into the NFR, set in middle of the pack, back into that top 15, blown their roof off the Thomas and Mack. They shared the round win with uh, two other teams last night, but now four round wins for those two. And, uh, you it's know, they're great. looking like they have a golden opportunity. But don't count out some other guys maybe we don't talk about as much. You know, Buddy Hawkins, Andrew Ward, they're right there in the average as well. And they're just, yeah. you know, ten to $15,000 back. It's a really tight pack, one through five in the team roping. It'll be interesting if, 
if anybody some, somewhat maybe safety's up to a point mm -hmm. to try not to because if you fall out of the average when you're that close you're going to drop out and it's going to exactly. cost you the world championship so do you push the envelope enough to place in the rounds but mm -hmm. all, at the same time don't go crazy and fall out of the average and in the saddle bronc riding this is a great race we got brewing right here sage newman zeke thurston and also cade bruno it's kind of a three three man and a three horse race at this point tracy and you know on the upper hand you probably go to the guy that's the reigning world champion you know the guy that has the chance to be a four-time world champion zeke thurston he's at the top of the average he uh, put on a heck of a performance the other night on explosive skies but don't count out Sage Newman. Sage has been close. You know, yeah. he didn't have the NFR he wanted to last year after coming in number right. one. Cade Bruno, a new face to be in this top three and mm -hmm. then this championship race. It's going to be a heck of a finish, and they're all within six points of each other in the average as well. So it right. might come down to draw these final three rounds. Yeah, certainly. And Zeke has the experience and has the championships. I mean, he'd be the first guy I'd lean on just because he's been there and done that. The guy that that I would love to see do it and who shined in the biggest moments is Cade Bruno. He has I mean, multiple every, I mean, the NFR Open, he's won back-to-back -back years. At Sioux Falls, he's won. So it seems like the bigger the moment, the better he is. And I love Sage Newman, too. I mean, and Sage has won everything like the last mm -hmm. two or three years except the World Championship. Exactly. So something's going to give, and maybe it doesn't give in the sense that Zeke wins number four. But Zeke Thurston's going to go in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he, he's a Hall of Fame bronc rider for a reason. But... It, everything is so much different in the last couple of years because of the average and the money that pays out on these rounds. I mean, mm -hmm. it's life-changing money for these guys in some sense, and it just moves the standings up and down, and everybody looks at them like you and I do, and, oh, they're second or third, yeah. but none of it really matters until night 10 because of the average. Yeah, it pays so much money, and it'll be a golden opportunity to somebody walk away with, you know, $115,000, $120,000 on the final night. Yeah. yeah, we move into the tie-down roping, and what a night it was in, you know, round seven. Round six was kind of business as usual. We saw our, our typical faces, Caleb Schmidt, up there at the top mm -hmm. half of that. But uh, how about round six, uh, or round seven last night, Haven Medjid comes out 6-4, breaks the NFR record. Next guy after him, Shad Mayfield, goes 6-1, and Haven's, you know, 30 seconds of holding the, uh, the arena record goes by the wayside. But his calf gets up, it's nullified, it's a no time. And what a wild night. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people talking about that on social media. Is, you know, one of the best nights they've seen at tie-down roping at the NFR in the history of the sport. Yeah, I mean, to go that fast, the understanding of that, to go six, I mean, you're just throwing when it's, I mean, you're, break, you're right on the barrier. I mean, mm -hmm. to go in the sixes, especially six, five and under, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, it's like, it's like a drag race. You're going 3.2 seconds at 350 miles an hour. I mean, it's unheard of. And it was great to see Haven do it. I mean, you could see his excitement. Yeah. And then Shad, I, and Shad is, who, is who he is. I mean, he's, a, he's money. His nickname is Money for a Reason. I was just shocked because I was watching both, you know, up above when we're typing. And I was stunned that Shad's calf got up. It looked like a good tie. Because, like, just, sometimes they jump up and it's so fast. And granted, his was the, one of the fastest in the history of the sport of rodeo. Yeah. And it didn't look like it had a reason to get up. Like, it was mm -hmm. kicking, like, moving. And then, it, like, it was probably a couple tenths away from actually being a time. And... And now you'd have to think, depending what Shad draws, because he's out of the he's average. Going for broke, he's man. he's probably going for the world record at this point. Because I don't see him. He's not going to win the world this year because he's so far out of the average. And will Haven keep pressing the envelope? Because mm -hmm. now Haven's in the mix for a world title. No doubt. I mean, and he'd be Puts a, a little pressure on Riley be, Webb to catch. Yeah, now Riley Webb, who's had a great season and had his, he's had a great NFR. I mean, that's what's crazy to me is some guys lose the championship because of poor NFRs. They just don't perform well for whatever reason. And guys like Riley have done well, 
But some guys are just start, I mean, they just start clicking and they get on a heater, as we like to say. And then all of a sudden you're doing well and a guy's still 50,000 up yeah. on you at the NFR. It's kind of, he's kind of following that Caleb Schmidt model. Yeah. You know, win one round here or there, but also just stay in that 8-2 eight, eight to 7-6 range mm -hmm. and stay in the average final night you know, clench it. And we're going to have to wait and see see what happens, man. Right. And you can see in like tie down, and I, I know I'm partial to Tough Cooper because he's been around ever yeah. since I've been here, but Tough started 15th and he's fifth in the world and he's third in the average. So he'll be in the top four or five. And that, that tells you how many spaces you can jump no just by having a solid NFR. And, you know, who knows what's going to shake down. I know there's going to be immense excitement on round 10 because a lot of pressure. Too, there's going to be so much pressure and it's, I, I think the key will be it'd be like the Super Bowl. Can you amp yourself down? Can you control mm -hmm. your emotions? Can you slow things down to be able to be successful in that moment? And the crazy thing about round 10 is I've watched Trevor Brazil have a tie down roping world championship in his hands one of the times Caleb won and had to have like a 10 second run and got like a 15 second run. Yeah. Trevor Brazil of all guys. So, I mean, it happens to anybody. So we'll see if it, how it all shakes out here in Vegas. Yeah, and as we get closer to round number 10, that'll be Saturday night here at the Thomas and Mack. One race that may be decided before then, Brittany Posey-Tanazi wins a round last night. She extends her lead tracing out to up around $150,000. She's looking like she's going to win. Uh, I believe it would be gold buckle number three for Brittany. Yeah, she's one in seven and nine. I mean, she's been around forever. She's been a great barrel racer, but Benny, her horse, mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, and, and not that Brittany is an exceptional barrel racer, but it's all about horsepower. And if she's got the good ground, as they like to speak, she's on top of the dirt. Then should be number two. Here yeah, tonight, so, eight, so that bodes well for her. So it'd be fitting if she clinches the championship when you've had a year like that. Yeah, and it's going to be one that we may be able to decide and call tonight here at the PRCA. So make sure you you keep our eye on our, our nightly releases. We already mentioned the bull riding. We talked about Kai Hamilton, but also right there, still in the mix. You know, there is so much ground money available. Like we saw last night, Kai almost won $100,000 in one round. So you can't call bulls until, you mm -hmm. know, the fat lady sings, as they like to say, yeah. Tracy, just because there is so much ground money. So still right there in the mix, you look at guys like Josh Frost and Sage Kimsey, and Sage is riding really well right now. Yeah, Sage is back. He's healthy. I mean, he's had his issues the last two years with the shoulder and then collarbone and different things that have kept him out. I mean, he's got seven world titles. Eight would tie him with the legendary Pro Radio Hall of Famer Donnie Gay. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, that was one of his goals for a long time. It would be a minor miracle if they catch Kai, only because Kai, not only did he come back phenomenally from a, a you know, scary wreck, but he's right in the average. I he mean, also has now a two-bull lead in the average. Right, so even if Kai stumbled down the stretch, he's still got five still ridden. Gonna finish top so, three yeah, I mean, there's no one that can catch. If Even if he's top three in the average, he's going to get a nice chunk mm -hmm. of change there. So it's going to take a miracle one ride a night like, like Kai did in a $100,000 night for someone to really put a scare into Kai Hamilton. Yeah, we'll watch it all shake out here. Round number eight is going to be coming your way tonight at 545 Pacific time. You can catch it on the Cowboy Channel, RFD TV, or the Cowboy Channel Plus app, and then follow along with all of our coverage right here on the PRCA and the PRCA social media accounts. That's going to do it for another special episode of The Shoot Bosses. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning for a recap of round number eight.